Good afternoon and welcome to the Be My Guest broadcast. So glad you tuned in again today. Very special guest. He's been on a couple times before and I have invited him to come back on because he has a new book out and we are excited with him. Let's give a warm welcome to Mark A. Griffin, president and founder of In His Name HR Christian Business Consulting. Welcome, Mark. Thank you so much, Charlotte. I'm so excited to be here in Philadelphia to talk to the good people about the new publication or the republication of our book that was released last night. In Spanish. In Spanish is correct. Okay. All right. A little bit about you, Mark. Okay. I know you began uh, your career serving in the United States Air Force while studying in the evening for your bachelor's, right? In human resources. That's correct. Yes. And that took place at St. Leo University, and you proudly finished your degree at the same time as your four-year military commitment, right? Yes, ma'am. And then after being discharged, Mark returned to his home state of Pennsylvania, where he entered the MBA programming at Bloomsburg University and interned for Congressman Kajorski as a military Liaison, liaison, liaison yes. during the first Gulf War. All right, Mark, you also advanced your education through, and I'm not tooting your horn, Mark. I'm telling you a fact of life out there if you're listening. Sure, that's who you're about sure. to hear. Getting a little embarrassed. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. My husband <laughs> I didn't know you were going to take me down this, the, this route, but me, that's but fine. It's the truth. This sure. is your education. Yes. And you went through uh, several means of education at University of Michigan um, Ross M. Uh, Stephen M. Ross School Executive Education Programs, transitioning into positions at several Fortune 500 companies, Quaker Oats, Pepsi Company, Merck and Kodak, where you experienced a wonderful, impactful career. Mark ultimately landed the position he had aspired to his entire career. Vice President of Human Resources for an international company, Valco companies incorporated he is married of 30 years right 31 years uh, yes 30 yeah, plus 30, years 30 there plus years yep. okay all right and uh today we have invited him again to come back on uh talk to us a little bit about his new book and human resources so stay tuned okay well go ahead Mark. one thing that i want to mention uh before we get started is the importance of education mm. Education is paramount to success. And you talked about my educational background, and I got a little embarrassed about it because I I wasn't ready for that. But education really is the key to prosperity. And I've learned that Mm. my whole entire career. Mm. And I'm also very proud of my two children. I have two beautiful children. Mm -hmm. Emily, 23 years old. She graduated Bloomsburg University with a marketing degree. She's doing phenomenal. She's doing great. She she educated herself at, at Bloomsburg. An amazing son as well, mm-hmm. who uh, graduated Central Michigan University, and he is doing great in his field of study as well. And I'm very proud of both of them, and um, I, I just want to tell all the listeners out there, anything that you can do to continue to learn as you get older mm-hmm. is very, very important to success, not only in business, but in family life as well. Okay, so you never stop learning. No never stop how old learning. We get. Exactly, right, Charlotte. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. 
All right. So let's talk today about your partnership, developing prosperity. You know, talk to me. Sure. Uh, well, as you know, I've been on the show several times. We launched a human resources firm about seven years ago okay. in Lancaster County, primarily right. to support for-profit Christian-owned businesses. Yes, yes. But over this past seven years, it's expanded out. We're actually helping out a lot of ministries, mm -hmm. churches, and now we have Christian colleges that we serve, and our clientele has really expanded all over the United States. Oh, wow. Okay, so God had a big plan. He had a much bigger plan than I imagined. I, I, I thought when we launched, we would help a couple companies in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. But because of the book that was published a year after we started, How to Build a Kingdom-Minded Organization, mm -hmm. that really propelled the, the business, mm. uh, not, o not only here in the United States, but w we have a lot of people reading the book in the UK as well. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Okay. It's amazing. You it know? is amazing. And and so many people talk down the Internet and this, that, and the other. And, it, you know, there is some truth to that. But sure. there's so much more truth to what God is able to do through the Internet. Through the Internet, yes. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's, that's correct. Yeah. All right. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about your mission before we go any further. Sure. Just in case somebody's just joining us. Talk to me about your mission. Absolutely. Our, our mission is really to serve clients with the best HR practices that we have created and learned about while serving big fortune companies. You know, the practices at a company like the Gatorade division of, of Quaker Oats or Pepsi, mm -hmm. I learned those practices. I put those practices into place. And now we take those same practices that the heavy-hitting larger corporations are using, and we use them with smaller corporations, whether it's a, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollar in sales company, or mm -hmm. maybe you know it's a six hundred million or a billion dollar company. We're helping them with those practices. Okay. Now let's get into your book a little bit here, sure. Mark. Whatever you want to share on that. I do not speak Spanish. <laughs> no, you don't. But you did read the first book. Little bit, yeah, I, I did. So a little bit of background around the book. The, the, the book is called How to Build a Kingdom-Minded Organization. Yes, yes, yes. And again, last evening, the press releases went out letting people know that the book is now published in Spanish. Yes. And it's available on Amazon.com. Mm. But originally, the book was written on how to use your human resources practices to okay. grow your organization to make sure that your mission, vision, and values was included in everything that the organization did. And then most importantly, how do you fit God and your walk with the Lord into good working practices at your place of employment? So I n help the reader navigate that tricky circumstance. We're, we're in a tumultuous environment. There, you know, you'd have to be um, have a blindfold over your eyes if you didn't think that there wasn't an attack on Christianity. There's an attack on Christianity. Oh, but there's a lot of yeah. really positive things that you can do, <coughs> not me. to offend people, mm -hmm. but to try to live out your faith as, as Jesus would want us to live out our faith without offending people and loving them where they're at. Yes. Okay. So talk to me about your, uh, your new book. 
So the the book being published in English, uh, when it was launched six years ago, what it did is it brought a lot of notoriety to our HR firm as being you know the experts of human resources from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. As the book started to sell, uh, e- even boards of directors started purchasing it and doing like book studies with the, the board of directors for different organizations. I mean, there's one organization, a uh, retiree and medical center in Brooklyn, New York, that the whole board of directors read the book and then brought us in to do HR consulting to help their HR team implement some of our ideas. Now, how did they hear about that? They heard it through Christian radio. They heard me talking on a station, Bridge FM in New Jersey, and they went, wow, we want to use these ideas, so they bought the book. So Mm. as the book expanded, we ended up talking um, at a lot of uh, annual events uh, for like the Christian Leadership Alliance and a variety of other uh, organizations all across the United States, Texas, um, Tennessee, Louisville. And as we gained that notoriety as the HR from a Christian perspective, we gained clients over the years. But the reason why it's being published in Spanish now is there's another aspect of, of our firm. We use a lot of our revenue from the firm to work on businesses' mission in third world countries. Okay. So really God's put on my heart <laughs> to try to go out to different countries and I've gone to Haiti, Dominican Republic many, many times. Wow. Eastern Europe, mm. um, India from top to bottom, Dominican Republic, I think I said that, Honduras, Nicaragua, mm-hmm. uh, trying to help the people in third world countries develop their businesses so that they can have the dignity of work but also uh, be able to feed themselves as well and not have to rely on charity or handouts, but be mm-hmm. able to prosper on their own. So last year yeah. at this time uh, in February, I was speaking at the University of Honduras and uh, uh, Rafael, the, the, the dean of the business school, was hearing me present my model for building a, a high-performance organization and to do it with kingdom-mindedness. And after the presentation, he said, Mark, it's a fabulous book. It's a fabulous concept. Why don't you have it published in Spanish? And I said, Mm. you know, I've never really thought of that. That's a great idea. Yeah, really. You know, and and I love, love, love your title, How to Build Kingdom-Minded Organizations. And there's so much uh, here, Mark. Thank you know, you. The, everybody needs to get a copy of this yes, for whatever your profession, yeah, whether it's your a, business, a ministry, your church, or your a ministry. church, or a exactly. nonprofit, or a college, uh, or even a small retail store, because it really walks you through. You know, it's interesting. Uh, in my journey with my own walk with the Lord, I've really discovered, and I, I didn't go to seminary uh, by any means, but I've really discovered that. You know, Jesus really didn't like religion. He he really mm. didn't go and preach in the temples. He didn't like the temples. Mm. He didn't like the arrogance of religion itself. The pharisaical spirit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you when like you that. start going and and looking and and reading when Jesus gave the message that would change the world, it was always in the marketplace. It really mm. was. I mm-hmm. think. 38 out of the 42 times that he gave the message was in the marketplace. It was, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, to carpenters, to fishermen, to, you know, it wasn't in a megachurch environment. There's a real purpose for churches, and I think that's really important. But all you listeners out there that have employees, many of your employees aren't going to churches. They don't like churches. And you may be the only Christian that that employee sees on a regular basis. So this book tries to help you shine your light to the people that don't know the Lord so that they can come to know the Lord. And, and, and again, in a way that's non-offensive to people. Exactly. All right. But then we're told in the Word, too, we will offend some. We will offend some at times, yes. That's just a given, right, It Mark? is a given, okay. yes. Mark, going back to your book right now, uh, talk to me about what, what are some pointers you can give us, uh, let's say, for somebody who's about to purchase your book, or maybe they have a copy of it, you know, in English. But sure. what, what are some pointers for the workplace? I, uh, think, I think some of the pointers that we have for the workplace is no matter how small you are, even if you're two or three or four people, to really sit down and, and understand what is your mission of, of your organization? What is the vision of your organization? And what are the values? What, what values are you working through as, as you grow and develop? And it, it's so, so important to do it early on. Okay. But it's also equally important to do it every five or ten years as your company grows or okay, your organization like grows. Thing. Like a review thing. Review. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You know, Charlotte, we, I, we, we were working with a company uh, a little while ago, and we decided that we were going to help them relook at their mission, vision, and values. And the original one they did was good, but it was really the owner of the company that wrote it and hung it on the wall. And the employees really didn't understand it, and they didn't really embrace it because they weren't a part of it. Okay. So we asked for volunteers to come together. We had a big open meeting and said, hey, we need uh, three people from maintenance and we need three people from the warehouse and three people from accounting and you guys are going to represent. We're going to do an offsite meeting and we're going to facilitate. We're going to brainstorm a new mission, vision, values. And it's going to be a process, but we're going to include right. everyone's input. And they're all on the same Note. I they're mean, all they're on, the, all same on the, page. the same page. They are. As far as the mission. Uh, Otherwise, it's exactly. not going to work and, out. And they were going right. back and talking to the, their department as we went through the process. And, you know, the first meeting that we had, here's a burly guy uh, who's about 55 years old. And as we're brainstorming, he's starting to get a little choked up. And I'm like, is everything all right with you? You seem to be a little, you know, choked up. You're getting a little teary eyed. I thought maybe something happened at home. And he said, you know what, Mark? I've been with this company for 30 years, and nobody's ever asked for my opinion until today. Whoa. And that was profound. Oh, really? That was very, very yes. profound. Because, yes. you know, the owner's a nice guy, a great guy, but he never really gave the people an opportunity to contribute that at that level. And that's so important to, for people to contribute. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. All right, so... Talk to me. How can we get a copy of your book? And the, I, I want your phone number, too, before sure. we go there today in case somebody wants to give you a call. Sure. A if anybody owner. wants to call, they can call me anytime, 717-572-2183. Okay. Uh, the best way to get a copy of the book in English or even in Spanish is uh, go to our website, inhisnamehr.com, inhisnamehr.com. All you have to do is... 
Google, human resources, Christianity, we come up number one and number two in the Google search engine. But in his namehr.com, down at the bottom of the page, there's, there's a link to the book. But there's also today's press release on that front page as well, oh, if good. you'd like to get it in Spanish. Wow. Excellent. Yes. Thank you. Lots of work. Yes, lots of work. Took, Mark, took some time. I'll tell you, it's so beneficial yes, to so many you. people. Yeah, yes, you know. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. Now, I know part of what you do in your, your uh, profession, Mark, and I'm sure you added this into your book in Spanish as well, would talk to me about um, background checks. That type of thing sure. for the employee, employer to get for the employee yeah. before they're hired. Yeah, background right. checks are, are very, very important, I think, especially as you grow and develop as an organization so that you know who it is that you're hiring and everything matches up. Sure. But I also think one of the most important things you can do when recruiting is to spend time with the person. Don't mm -hmm. just spend 15 minutes doing an interview, right? Uh, take as much time as you possibly can. The other mistake that we make when we, when we recruit is we recruit when it's necessary, mm -hmm. and that's the wrong approach. You should you mean just throw an ad yeah, in the paper just throw an ad in the paper because you're desperate. Right. You want to grow yeah. your organization in and a you way. you want to get qualified, good people. You want qualified people, people mm -hmm. so you constantly have to be looking right. everywhere. You know, when I was a younger HR person and I was working in, a, in factory settings, I would see maybe a sharp young man or a sharp young woman at the checkout counter at, and, and say, you know, you are so conscientious. You're a great employee. Every time I come in here, you're so courteous. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. If you ever think about wanting to change, you know, out of this role into mm -hmm. another role, I work for this great company. Here's my card. Yeah. You know, give us a call, send the resume over, whatever. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the company should be doing that. They should be seeking out in the community great people, people that care, want to do a great job. And are looking for excellence, want, want, want to deliver on excellence. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Mark. Take it. Thank you. Talk to me more. How about uh, talking about uh, Heather Weller? Sure. Um, as, as we, I don't know if she's listening, but I think we Yeah, I'm, I'm we sure she's listening. Get her um, in there. <laughs> and if she wasn't able to tune in today, she'll definitely um, – listen in on the podcast. Okay. Heather's a, a wonderful uh, human resource manager that works for us. Mm -hmm. She's been with us uh, about five years. Okay. And I've known Heather for probably 12 or 13 years. Okay. We actually uh, started a career ministry at the church that we both attend uh, okay. many years ago, because we both have an HR background, okay. where we would help people that lost their jobs. Okay. And we would get them equipped to go out and interview and find the right job that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And in, in in that career ministry, we literally had uh, way over a thousand people in, in the period of time come, come through it. Really? It was unbelievable, yes. It was unbelievable the amount of people that we had through it. But we were at it for a couple of years. And it got well known. Would have 40, 40 to eighty people a week uh, would show up to the uh, meetings. Okay, wow. And if you're just tuning in, I am once again interviewing Mark A. Griffin. He is the president and founder of the organization. In his name, HR 
uh, Christian Business Consulting, and uh, it is a pleasure to speak with him. We're going to be talking a little bit about employee handbooks in a minute, so um, unless you had something you want to no, do I, before I, that. You know, you, you brought up employee handbooks. We were talking about that uh, mm-hmm. er, earlier, and that is a very, very good point okay. uh, to, to bring up because many organizations don't have them. And many employees complain that they would like to have them because they right. don't know the, the the rules of the game. And I'm sure they change from time to they time. They change from time to time. And, and that's mm-hmm. one thing that, that Heather's very, very good at is, mm-hmm. is labor law, understanding the rules, FMLA, all those types of things. So we've become pretty much experts of not just writing handbooks. Any, anybody can write a handbook. But we've become experts of getting the culture and the feel of your organization Mm -hmm. and then transforming that into the language of the handbook Mm -hmm. so it reads real nice like Mm -hmm. a team team playbook Mm -hmm. versus a legal document because you want people to feel comfortable on why they're working at your organization we also build in values your the values of the organization into the handbook to make sure people understand that and and they're holding you each other accountable for sure. the values. So this goes way beyond job description. It really does. Okay. Although that plays an important part. Job descriptions but... are, are, are really important. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, in the book, I talk about building a high-performance organization with mm-hmm. your mission, vision, values mm-hmm. in the middle. And we also talk about building that mission, vision, values. Just like I said, you got to build it right into the handbook of the organization, because if you don't have that mission and vision values right in the front of the handbook, uh, people won't understand why they're there. So a lot sure. of times the CEO or the president will say, our mission vision values is so important, mm-hmm. it's right here in the front of the handbook. We also promote that you build the mission vision values into your recruiting process, mm-hmm. because in your recruiting process, that's, you know, as I discussed, you want to spend time, you want to get to know the person. But you also want them to be aligned with your mission, vision, values. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. How about performance review process? I'll tell you, that's that's one area that many organizations are afraid to implement, but they certainly need to implement that. Okay. So what should that encompass as far as performance? Performance management is really important that you include your mission, vision, values. Your values are basically your behaviors, how, how people treat each other on a, on a, on a daily basis, integrity, uh, courtesy, uh, maybe quality, professionalism. All those things should be built into the performance review process. But one of the most important things of the performance review process is having the employee take ownership of it and doing some self-assessment themselves uh-huh. and working with the manager that way. Instead of it going from the leader downwards, have the employee do it with the leader and have the leader review it. Oh, okay. So it's like a one-on-one thing you're talking about yes, here today. Yes, exactly. And that's valuable. That is valuable. Thank you. It's mm, good, Mark. Okay. So we have so much. Uh, we had so much to cover. I don't know we how did. much time we did. I don't know how much we time still we have. We still have about five, five or ten minutes. But I know uh, 
it's it's not so important to just throw an ad out there when you have a need no. and pick up anybody off the street. No. You know, you want somebody that's trained and qualified exactly. and meets your expectations of values. Exactly. That's exactly what you're looking for. One of the things that really I don't like in life is driving down the road and seeing somebody put one of these signs out on the street that says, <laughs> we're hiring drivers or we right. need a carpenter and or it just it's, to me it makes no sense it's almost degrading to the person that hey you know just pull in here and we'll give you a job right that that's not the people don't look for jobs when they're driving down the street and look at little flip over signs that are on the side of the road they're, they're, that's it good. just it just doesn't work right just what, like you know you wouldn't say i'm homeless yeah, you know it's just exactly. <laughs> without yeah. a job I'm, I know. yeah okay so <laughs> and and most people that have jobs aren't driving around cuz mm -hmm. they're at work so mm -hmm. you know what that organization needs to be doing is networking and, and, and connecting with people. You know, one of the things that makes us unique is wherever our client is, we develop relationships with about 200 churches in a 60-mile radius mm. of that client. Yes. And we start telling those churches, this is the type of employment that's available. Mm -hmm. If you know anybody that's looking for a great job, and we do some marketing that way. And it's a win-win for everybody because who knows when people – are out of work pastors know right right they know right away who knows when people are unhappy at their work usually pastors they they know because people are going you know my boss is, is not being kind to me or mm -hmm. i haven't gotten a raise in three years or i tithe more or whatever right. so you know pastors are great people to network with uh when there's when there's vacancies Yes. Um, but you have to have a relationship first, right? That's it. Yeah. How, they have how? to know about you. They have to trust you. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, ongoing meetings? So important with employees, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the best companies, they, they talk with their people on a regular basis. You know, sending an abrupt email, that's not enough communication. Right. Uh, but getting out, you know, if you have multiple site and whatnot, um, you need to get out and you need to talk to your employees on a regular basis. Get their feedback. Have some focus groups. Exactly. Okay. It's that important, and it would be that important to you who are out there listening for your organization, exactly. right, or your profession. Exactly. You want to see it grow. It isn't, you know, well, I'll just pray about it. Well, it's you do need to pray about yeah, it. Yeah, we need to pray about it, but we have to put action in place. That's it. You, That's you, what you I know, wanted to say. People told me that when I started my business. Oh, Mark, don't get so, you know, just pray about it. Yeah. Well, I'll pray about it, but I'm still going to work 10, 15 hours a day getting the business up and running. Because, That's I, good. you know, all the praying in the world, mm. i got to put action to it. God wants us to put action behind it. And I think there are a lot of misconceptions uh, that Christians have that, well, if I just pray about it, you know, it's just going to fall out of the sky. No, God wants us to go out there and do it. Uh, but he also wants us to do what he's calling us to do, not what we want in the flesh. Mm. That That's the other thing I think people need to really consider. When you pray and pray at night, don't say, Lord, you know, I really want a bigger house. Right. Or I really want this neighborhood. Say, Lord, where where do you want me to live and, and where do you want to take me? Yes. And I'll go. Yes, Thank the you. prayer cannot be superficial. No, it can't. 
right? Can't be in the flesh. No. <laughs> okay, Mark, this has been thank so you. good. Yeah, it's so and exciting. And thank you for sharing with all your listeners oh. this new book. We're very, oh, very excited about it. thank you. And even when you came in today, you really encouraged me, letting me know that you have been putting the radio station out there for yes. us. Yes, yeah, you're a blessing over Philadelphia region. Yeah. You really are. And all the way over to Lancaster, you know? Thank There's you. people yes. Lancaster that, yes. that pick you up. You often wonder how many people are listening. Yes, You know, how important that is, that we are a Christian radio station and the lord has provided this as an opportunity to uh, preach the gospel you Mm -hmm. know and uh it's beautiful have listeners tune in and be encouraged encouragement is very important it's wonderful it's great amen amen thank you mark griffin thank you for coming on the broadcast today yep mark is in his name hr christian business consulting today we have spoken about his new book uh and also in Spanish, it yes. is available on Amazon. Amazon.com. Dot com. Thank you, Mark. God bless you. Thank you. God bless okay. you. Okay. And now. for now, I am Charlotte Cosden. Thank you for being our guest. <laughs>